大家好，我叫 Max。大家好，我叫 Hasan。And we're back with another episode of Listen and Learn Chinese, the podcast where we all embark on our Chinese journey together. For this episode, we're going to take a crack at something different. We've just finished up with the Xinyan miniseries, and for this episode, we've recorded an interview that we recently did with our old Chinese teacher. Her name is Jessica Yan, but we always called her Yan Lausher, which means Teacher Yan. The word for teacher in Chinese is lao shi, which is L A O in the third tone lao, and S H I in the first tone shi. Together, lao shi. And to be specific, we used her last name Yan Lao Shi. This is a respectful way to refer to one's teachers. And while it may not matter too much in Canada, if you refer to your own Chinese teachers like this, it'll make them really happy. But that's neither here nor there. So we've recorded an episode with Yan Laosher, and we asked her a few questions about learning Chinese and whether she has advice for Chinese learners. So we decided to sit down with her and ask her a few questions about learning Chinese and her advice for learners. Before we play the episode for you guys,、uh, why don't we ask Hasnan about how he got started with Yan Laosher? Right. So my time with Yan Laosher was. My first exposure to Chinese. I think I might have mentioned this in episode one, but I think when I was in the third year of my undergrad degree, I something came over me to. Okay, when I was in the third year, when I was in the third year of my undergrad, something possessed me to learn a language, and initially, initially, and initially, I actually wanted to learn how to speak Arabic. I at the time couldn't find any Arabic classes that worked with my schedule, so I thought, okay, what's another cool language that I don't have any idea of yet? So what's another cool language that I don't know anything about? And I'm just like, screw it, let's try Chinese. So I searched out for some、uh, adult Chinese classes in the community, and I came across the Chinese Cultural Center in Calgary, Alberta, which is where I lived at the time.、Um, and then so I found this class and signed up, not knowing anything. And the long story short of what happened is, I ended up falling in love with the language, and that is in large part due to my time with Yan Laosher. What were some things that made you fall in love with the language, and what activities did you do in her class that really cemented that love? Well, I'd have to say that part of it was definitely like the novelty. Like I was learning something brand new, and it felt equally as exciting, but also strange to me. Like man, it took me a while to wrap my head around tones. You know, like Yan Laosher would be trying to tell us about tones by using maybe like the pinyin,、uh, like the pinyin letters S H I together. So she'd be like sure, and I'd be like sure, and she'd be like sure, and I'd be like sure, and we'd go back and forth of me just trying to. We'd go back and forth for minutes and minutes on end of me just trying to pronounce sure in the same tone as she was, and it just wasn't clicking. And over time of just kind of hearing it over and over and being corrected on my own tones, it started to make sense. And then now I'm like super anal about tones, and it's like to me, it's like the most important part of language, and I do not tolerate letting myself, you know, pronounce tones incorrectly. I think going through that. Back and forth, and just having to just smash my head into it for a bit was、um, at the time a little exhausting. But when I look back on it, that was definitely one of the rites of passage, I'd say, of learning Mandarin. I'm super glad I went through that. I'd say also, also. I'd say also the community was awesome. I think starting in a Chinese class with other people and getting to kind of undertake a Chinese learning journey, you know, with other people was awesome. I think it would have been a lot harder if I did it in isolation. Yes, because I had people to ask for advice, but I think there was just something really comforting of knowing that there are other people struggling with the same thing that I was struggling with. You know, I think that was one of the things that really kept me going and still keeps me going to this day. Because you know, now I get to struggle through Chinese with yourself. <laughs> 
What a great story. I think having that strong initial experience laid the foundation for a successful and prosperous learning relationship with Chinese. And that's kind of the mission of Listen and Learn Chinese. We don't hope to replace all learning of Chinese for our listeners. We only hope to add a supplement of something a bit different than you're getting in the other places that you might learn Chinese. So with that, I think we should dive into this interview with Jessica Yan. Yan 老师你好，老师。你好 ，Cassie。So our、nice. 你好，老师。<laughs> so our first question is, what brought you to to teaching Chinese, and what do you enjoy about it?、Mm, actually, I used to be a kindergarten teacher,、mm -hmm. and、uh, after I moved to Canada, so I started to do volunteer job at a elementary school.、Mm -hmm. Which is really cool, and、uh, I start from there, and I really enjoy it. Yeah,、um, since I like to help people and like to see my students grow.、Mm -hmm. What was it like working with elementary school kids specifically? Ah,、uh, it's quite different. Okay, so、um, they are kids. You know, they they trust you.、Mm -hmm. Okay, they don't judge you, and.、Uh, Uh, they do what um, uh, you tell them,、mm -hmm. but in the same time,、uh, I really need to、uh, promote the, the surrounding uh, uh, to make them like to learn.、Mm -hmm. Okay, and have fun with them, have game with them,、mm -hmm. and、uh, even you know we eat snack together. In the same time, I start to use simple Mandarin.、Mm -hmm. Okay. And、uh, if one or two of them know how to say, and they will just, you know, we we can keep going and have fun as a friend. I,、uh, the only thing I don't like to put on the kids is, I don't like to force them to learn、mm -hmm. yeah. to memorize all the characters or you know.、Mm -hmm. But we use the phrase we just learned, and then we,、uh, just, just have chat and use that and、uh, have fun together. And even though we have we celebrate Chinese New Year together, and、uh, they they wear the costumes or something, it's fun thing for them. And also, I I feel great. It sounds like they're not afraid to just try things, and you know, no, even if they're not perfect, they're yeah, willing to. No, yeah, it's for them. They if they live in Canada, right? So it's I think they need to experience、uh, experience something. You know, their parents. Had before and、mm -hmm. and they're rude, I think、uh, in a fun way. Even though for adult class, yeah, I think part of because my personality, I do like just teach, teach, teach them、uh, as the you know usual class. I like to have some a little bit fun and、uh, make them relax,、mm -hmm. and then, 你可以放松。Relax, relax, relax. And the student can relax, and they they won't be afraid to make mistake,、mm -hmm. right? So if you are afraid to make mistake, then it's it it will be too tight for you to express what you want to say. I think it also fun for me. And they、yeah. are just like my friend. <laughs> I enjoy it so much. That's awesome. <laughs> so a lot of our friends are really interested in learning Chinese as well.、Um, I think being able to、uh, relax and 
sort of not take it too seriously is a great piece of advice. What other pieces of advice might you have for people who have thought about learning Chinese but think it might be a little bit too difficult? I would think it's. I've been think, thinking. Yeah, uh, it's a commitment as well,、mm-hmm. right? If you come here, it's only two hours per week, right? So、uh, I know everyone's busy with the work or something with the schoolwork, okay, even their job. But、uh, if you have a goal, okay, and uh, uh, I think part of your responsibility is you. Do spend a little bit of time after the class,、mm-hmm. okay? You feel confident, and you learn something, okay? For me, as a teacher, I think I have resp- respons- responsibility as to、uh, to make you、uh, find, hey, it's interesting, and、uh, I learned a little bit. But in the same time, we 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 both have our own job to do, okay? The commitment. At least two hours class, I would, I would say you have two hours work at home,、mm-hmm. okay, and、uh, it's kind of complement each other. And then、uh, later when you come to class, you, 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 you don't feel hey, I forgot everything.、Mm-hmm. That's hard for the teacher as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think you, you, you must have know why you are doing this, right? If just You you don't have a goal. You don't have purpose for that. Maybe it's quite easy to quit.、Mm-hmm. Okay, understood. So on that note, could you describe what like the most successful you know Chinese students are like the ones that stay motivated and they continue on to you know eventually get fluent or get to like high intermediate levels? What do they do that yeah, gets them to that level?、Uh, as I know.、Um, it's it's hard to、uh, define. Your beginners or mm-hmm. intermediate, mm-hmm. right? Especially、um, in 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 Canada, you are you don't you don't have chance chance to to listen to the Chinese the language, right? And you don't see the Chinese characters.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, as I know、uh, for the、um, HSK. Okay, they kind of defined eight hundred hours for for the beginners.、Mm-hmm. Okay, that's level one, two, three. So at least forty hours per week, and you live there, and you have the surrounding. You can you have chance to improve your listening skill or something. So so for me, I I kind of just、um, I really don't. It's hard to define. Okay, this is intermediate class or beginner class because every everyone comes with a different background.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so I really don't like to、um, to to. I think you you spoke a little bit about it in staying motivated with the class、mm-hmm. about putting in two hours at home and then、mm-hmm. coming to class so that you don't forget it each week.、Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure there's other strategies that you see that students are taking, when, like some people might be putting in two hours, but other people might be putting in a better two hours, or、right. what do they practice more? Is it? Yeah, you know what? What I、uh, actually I learn a lot from students. Okay,、um, even though you you just you you know you just 
go on YouTube mm. and the different la- uh, the Chinese uh, language apps, they all helps. Okay, so even for beginner levels, I uh, for the you know just first ten in introduction course, I do suggest them to go online. Mm-hmm. Okay, find uh, Placo or you know some uh, other YouTube. Okay, which works for you. Okay, it worked together. Okay, you 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 find hey, I learned something and. Uh, I learned this from the class. Oh, maybe they have different way, or they they kind of have uh, the 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 real thing going on, the situation, and then you find hey, this is the tone, okay, and you don't have to memorize all the tones, okay. Mm-hmm. You learn that from listening, like Chinese kids, <laughs> okay. So that a big part. Uh, I think tone is always the. The, the maybe hard part for the students, mm-hmm. especially for uh, for the student who never had any uh, background or something, never learned tones. Mm-hmm. I think most people will hard uh, will be will feel hard because tone is something not like in English, right? And how to how do we master it? Uh, first thing you go to the uh, you don't go to the class. The the teacher maybe can correct you, but if you have YouTube or other apps help you, right? And so that's six days, right? And then you go back to class and then uh, when you say it and then you listen to other students and then you also learn from them because you you might realize, hey, that's, right. that's not the right tone. Mm-hmm. You learn from each other, okay? So I do encourage the students learn from different way. Even you know, meet your uh, your some um, um, some of your classmates from China, okay, and uh, or go to some Chinese activity. Uh, you know, join them, and then you can listen, and you can also learn. Do the volunteer job. So there are different way, but you can learn a lot, and and even cultural part is. Is crucial, okay? And you understand the culture, and you enjoy more. Definitely, awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of different ways to get you to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you'll never know which one's the best for you until you try all of them. That's right. Yeah, you are totally right. Yeah. Um, so, despite being a teacher, would you say that you've learned anything cool from your own students that you've taught Chinese to? Oh yeah. Every class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I enjoy this. Every bit of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I learn a lot from them. Uh, I would say everyone come from different, maybe different school or different field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I I just kind of admire my 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 student. Yeah. They they are just. Already they are good at something, but they still, you know, keep going and they want to do something more for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, a lot, I would say, yeah. So we talked about tones as one of the basics and how important it is, but also thinking about the different aspects of Chinese culture and learning about 
words that you would use in different situations. Do you think one is more important to focus on earlier on, the basics, or is it better to just get someone more excited about learning a bunch of different things about the culture and new words? Yeah, I, I like to have a combination of that, but for beginners, so it really depends on, on the purpose of learning this. Mm -hmm. Some people like to learn because they are going to China in two months, mm -hmm. right? Or some of them just for, um, maybe they, they would like to find their root. So their goal are different. So for first 10 uh, sessions, normally I would just have a brief introduction and uh, let them know um, uh, uh, their goal and uh, give very um, simple sentence structure and uh, very basic uh, tone they need to master, how, how to help them, and uh, later on, let them choose, okay? If you want to go on, uh, so we might have conversational class, and we also have other uh, class uh, we learn from the book mm -hmm. in the same time, and uh, we all have group class uh, to have fun together. Maybe we have storytelling or sing. We sing together and uh, we play game together. Okay, oh, sorry. okay so the the basics that uh, we are often drilled in uh, in other Chinese classes, sometimes they can get people not as interested in Chinese. Yeah, just doing tones and pinyin to over only again. work on that over and over again. Right. Because some people want to just learn as many new words and new vocabulary as possible. Yeah. But do you, you know where do you think people should should make the balance there? That's why we learn different things, mm. right? So you have different thing, and uh, you you learn the tones and pronunciations, right? And you have um, you have you learn some simple sentence. You can uh, try to uh, use that. Right, like greetings mm -hmm. or ordering simple food in Chinese restaurant, mm -hmm. or seeing um, um, uh, twinkle twinkle in Chinese, mm -hmm. right? And even uh, nursery rhyme, right? It's uh, combine different kind of a thing, and uh, and have fun in the class. Right, so uh, because this is very relaxing surrounding, so you don't feel it's tense. Mm -hmm. That's something um, I always try to do. Okay, but students, yeah, uh, I think they are amazing. Yeah, they, they have they later they have a, their own group. Okay, mm -hmm. they they do thing together. That's the best thing I can I can see. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they it's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of they they start have the same goal and they they come here every week, okay? And uh, yeah, I think that's the best thing to uh, because it encourages them to come and continue learning as well. Yeah, I think. That's, so there's not necessarily one right answer because it's different for no, each person. And no. Whatever gets you to keep coming back is what's going to be the most successful strategy for you, if you're the type of person keep that. Coming Back, I would say uh, if the students feel they, they are learning mm -hmm. right and they they are not very 
tight in the class and they make friends in the class, they know someone there, same as them, right? And so they can talk, they don't need to be shy to, to say things, they, they say it's kind of, oh, I made another mistake, okay? Yeah, uh, as a teacher, I think we, we, we just like to encourage our students, uh, you know, and even though just a small step, right? And uh, encourage them to learn and uh, have a compliment, you know, I think that's important. Um, and lastly, so what is your favorite thing to say in Chinese? Yeah, I I appreciate, you know, the students um, uh, come to the class even uh, minus 30 in minus 30, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of so, I feel, you know, I feel, um, you know, flattered, you know, it's, it, I never, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's the spirit. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's it's great, and so I like to say xie xie. I appreciate, you know, all my students, their effort, and uh, you know, they trust me. That's a great thing. That's awesome. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm sure the students, including myself, appreciate you too. Oh, I'm so proud to have you too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You you are such dedicated students, and uh, you you have different way to learn. I learn from you guys as well. And uh, Max um, is very, you know, uh, dedicated to, you know, whatever he he uh, he hear and something he doesn't know and uh, write down right away. And uh, I know he is very eager to learn. And uh, you know, and uh, Hesse, mm -hmm. you is so different. You are okay. very, you are a very different student. Sure, ma. Oh, oh, that's I. I always mention uh, in other class. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah, the way you learn Chinese uh, is is different. You talk to your mom, mm -hmm. even though your mom doesn't know the language. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like that sometimes, but it's fun. No, <laughs> and uh, you. You sing when you are shower, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and uh, you put all the words you learn, um, you know, um, in at house at your house. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, you know. I think you make it fun for yourself as well, mm -hmm. and you, even though you. <laughs> I remember you were so tired, but you you were busy about the school, and you still come and and you were sleepy. I feel so bad, but you still I, yeah, come. Yeah, I I put that I fell asleep no, in your class I mean, sometimes. I just, feel so, I just feel so bad. <laughs> but no, it was good. I wanted to be here because so, your class was fun. Oh, you know? thank you. It's yeah. it's it's also encouraged me to do more. You know, something something I can wake. Wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe next time I'll do this one or something, you know. Oh, but, dear. you know, learning is a journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just uh, don't think, oh, in three months I need to do this. I, sh I should make this work or something. You, yeah, take time. And um, because we are not surrounded in that kind of language, uh, you know, background, mm -hmm. right? Take your time, take it easy. I think the teacher will just, you know, try to work it out and then 
both parts need to to make effort. Awesome. So there we have it. That was the interview. Haznan, what did you think? Well, it brought me great joy to hear Yan Laoshu's voice again. It was a voice that I've heard much in the many classes that I took with her, and it made me remember all of the good times, all of the new things I learned in her class, all of the familiar... All of the new things that I learned in her class, all of the things that surprised me as to how similar they were to my own background and culture. It made me remember all of the good times that we had, all the times that we sat down and, and had food together and, and talked about, you know, sometimes how hard it can be to learn Chinese. And it also made me remember all of the brand new, you know, kind of new and exciting things that I learned, but also all of the things that were more like realizations that taught me how similar parts of my own culture and lifestyle are to Chinese culture. Um, what did you think, though, Max? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, so full disclosure to the audience, uh, this interview was almost a whole year ago. So I think our both of our, our Chinese learning journeys have undergone massive transformation since. But we can't overstate the importance of having that strong foundation and of seeing Chinese learning through the lens of Yan Shi's class because that really sets the tone uh, pun intended, for having a strong foundation of Chinese and having that love of culture. We touched on one of the questions that I thought was uh, extremely apropos for how I think of Chinese, which is, should you focus more on the tones or should you allow yourself the creativity to run with all the new words and phrases and cultural understandings um, first? And she said it was a balance as as she would uh, i i really loved the interview and i really loved hearing her voice again and hearing that perspective because sometimes it gets away from us and we could just get too focused on on one thing or another thing but what matters is that you have that friend to come back to and that you keep learning no matter what barriers you encounter. Totally. And, you know, for me, I think some of the most powerful parts of her answers were probably related to what she said about having a community and making friends and kind of going through the process with other people, which is really something that we're trying to do with this podcast. But also what she said about learning from multiple sources. There are a lot of students that she's had that, yes, go to class, but they might also watch some shows in Chinese and they might try using some apps as well. And the exact balance of different resources kind of differs from person to person. But it's important. A language is something that it's like a whole way to live a life, you know? And so it stands to reason that you can't really learn a language properly and well through any one technique. Heck, you probably you can't go from zero to fluent Chinese just with this podcast. And we know that. What we're trying to do, though, is give you one of the pieces that you can put into your puzzle that'll eventually get you to the point of being fluent in Chinese. And we're honored to be a part of that journey. But it's true, you definitely need to go out and find other resources as well, because no one can learn a language in, in any one way, because a language is something that you use in, in, in a myriad of, no, because a language is something that you use in many different ways every single day. So if you have a chance, um, you know, to, to get a class or to try out an app or to watch some shows as well. And especially if you live in Calgary, Alberta, and Canada, the best place to learn Chinese in town is you gotta hit up the Chinese Cultural Center in downtown Calgary and ask for Jessica Yen, best teacher you'll ever have. And there you have it. That's all for now. 再见! 再见。